Hello, my name's Spencer, and this is not an ordinary episode. This is Between the Borderlands, a liminal space that you may find a little less gamey. I wanted to address the Substack problem and share my thoughts with you. On the 22nd of December, the New York Times published an article, Substack says it will not ban Nazis or extremist speech. Responding to criticism of its hands-off approach to content moderation, the company said it would not ban Nazi symbols or extremist rhetoric so long as newsletter writers do not incite violence. In light of this article, I totally understand that the decision of whether or not to stick around on Substack is going to be a very simple one for some folks, and I totally respect that. Nobody in their right mind wants to share a platform with Nazis, do they? A dehumanising ideology fuelled by insecurity and fear. But I also get that freedom of speech, anti-censorship thing. Isn't it better to know what folks are about letting them out themselves by allowing them to express what they honestly believe? Does ostracising them, driving them underground, actually address the problem? Does it really stop propagation of such ideologies or simply make them more insidious? And then there's the question of whether it's possible to change the way folks think by engaging with them. The counsellor in me believes that's at least a possibility. I kind of have to believe that. The problem there is that before such a process of change even has a chance to begin, there needs to be some kind of common ground. An individual needs to feel they are being heard. And it takes a very special type of person to be able to listen and empathise with someone who can harbour such an abhorrent ideology. A very difficult situation to imagine, even in a psychotherapeutic context. And that's before throwing social media into the mix. There's this quote from a documentary maker, Albert Maisel, that is never far from my thoughts. Tyranny is the deliberate removal of nuance. I believe that a lot of social media is responsible for that removal of nuance. Not that that's its intention, it's just the upshot of the compromise, or rather a casualty of this kind of short-form, immediate mass communication. And then there's the idea of moving away from a platform and potentially ceding it to those which we do not wish to share it with. The argument against that being that if enough folks protest or threaten to walk out, then perhaps Substack might rethink their policy. And it doesn't help that if this kind of content is monetized, then Substack are profiting from it. That's certainly not a good look. I can't deny that I really like the platform from a practical point of view. The fact that it's free and easy to use is the reason I'm currently still here but I am on the lookout for other platforms that can provide a similar service. Thank you for listening. I hope you continue to do so. Take care. Hi.